From the world of AV control and programming with James King, I'm Steve Greenblatt, and this is Ask the Programmer. Hey, James, I'm glad we're back, and we have another interesting conversation to have today and a topic that I think people can relate to. Oh, yeah. I think this is a timely topic for uh, what's going on in the world uh, with the great resonation. And as always, Steve, it's great to uh, be communicating with you. And uh, I'm glad we're, we're able to have this conversation because I think it's something that, uh, as you mentioned, is is some it, you don't really think about it until you really need to think about it. And and we're, what we're, we're going to talk about today is how do you transfer knowledge to somebody on your team or how do you avoid somebody leaving and leaving with all of the knowledge so your team is left in a bad spot. So you could either either think about it from the perspective of being the person who has to transfer knowledge or being the person who has to get knowledge from others uh, because it's a real thing. And, and I think that one of the things that I've realized over the years and, and is, I think, very true is that there's really no AV handbook. And, um, and as much as we all say that we document things and we try to create uh, standards and procedures and, and make things um, concrete, uh, there's still a lot that's stored in people's heads. And it's, um, I, I worry about it. I, I, I've, I've experienced it on my team. Um, even when somebody goes on vacation, it could be a situation where you have to panic. So um, do you have any um, thoughts or suggestions for somebody who, let's say, needs to be uh, the one who is um, going to, to, to receive the knowledge? Is, is there some way to... Um, to, to, to make that easier? Um, so I don't have any great strategy, but my suggestion is make sure when you're coming in that you are open-minded and building relationships with people that are ahead of you there. Um, if you can, I was this on the bad side of a transfer like i kind of got dropped in the av um as i mentioned and i was thrown the av code and go make it work never had any official training now yes i was a, a computer science major i did dabble in programming so so i had programming knowledge but i knew nothing about av or av programming and the resources I had was basically someone else's code and someone who was still kind of new in the AV world. And when I started asking questions like, well, what does this mean? I would get no straight or correct answers. So I did a lot of trial and error going, okay, let me change this. Oh, wait, that broke. Let me go and fix that. And so that was a lot of learning on my end. I, uh, I wish I really had that somebody I built a relationship with the person who left that I was leaving or had that resource to say, okay, this is what this actually is. This is what that does this and start to learn where I could make mistakes and learn from them without really hindering projects. 
Um, so that's what I've been trying to do now is actually set up a, I guess you can say a um, plan of succession. Uh, I started learning in, in business classes I'm taking is once you get into a business, you should already start planning your exit strategy, your next move, your next exit. And, and so that did cross my mind. It's like, okay, if I'm leaving, can someone take this over? Can someone move on with this? And so I've been doing the documentation. But like you said, even just the other day, I came across a situation that I maybe dealt with three times in a year, if that. And I'm like, I knew it right away in my head, the solution, but I don't have no documentation of how to do it. I was like, I need to document this. So next year or two, three years down the road, if I'm on vacation and this issue happens, they can solve it without, you know, calling me up. Yeah. I, for her stuff, you know, it's very responsible and, and uh, very uh, thoughtful to think about some type of a, a plan for succession or for someone who is going to um, follow in your shoes. And, and I think, you know, uh, if I, if I could, you know, when you say you're planning your exit, that could also be your promotion. That could also be, you know, your, your next, uh, your, your, your next role in the company, whatever that might be, or the organization It it, it gives you some stability to be able to say that I'm going to groom my replacement so that I can then move up. And, and I think that that, that's, that a lot of times holds people back is that they get really good in one role and their manager or their boss or whomever it is doesn't want to let them move or switch, switch roles because they're really good at what they do. And they, there really isn't somebody who could come in and do it. So it actually is provides, I think, could provide a little bit of job security. If you think about it, if you're going to groom the person to take over for you um, and, and allow you to be able to move on in the organization or, or whatever that might look like, but, but it's, um, it, it, it's something to, to really think about. And, and um, do you have any suggestions as to how to actually do that? Is it, is it creating documents, documentation? Is it, um, actually train training somebody who shadows you is it um putting together a, a library of videos or tips uh, is there any, anything that's worked in particularly for you i would say all of it um any kind of resources you can give um a fellow colleague is just going to improve them and be able to bring them up to speed because we all learn differently. Um, what works for me is going to be different for you and vice versa. Um, so reading documentation might be good for one person. Hands-on experience might be good for another person. Videos might be good for the third person. So having all different types of resources are beneficial. Mm -hmm. uh, and just go on with that is it's a mindset. Like a lot of people like to try to hold things closer chest because you know job security i know this no one else does they can't get rid of me i had this conversation with a co-worker years ago we we've always talked about this um saying is 
everyone in the company is replaceable from your CEO down to the janitor. Everyone's replaceable. Second, you think you're not replaceable. That's when your company starts replacing you. Yeah, that's it's uh, it's important thing to realize, and and it's actually there. There's respect I think that you get when you're thinking along those lines. There, especially if you're looking to to move up, if you're looking for a promotion, you know, be, being able to to pave that path and and show that you are helping somebody along, but also leaving the company in a good p- place. And and even if you're exiting, it it's also this is a small world and a small, certainly a smaller industry, and you, you definitely don't want to burn any bridges. So there's a lot to be said for that as well. Uh, on a business level, one of the things that I've done that that is talked about a lot is called standard operating procedures or SOPs, and and it's basically what you're doing is you're writing your company handbook, and and I almost feel like if you take that approach and document uh, your processes and procedures. More so, not not an employee handbook, but but more of a playbook of how the company runs, so that somebody new could walk in, have a reference guide, but also give them a uh, a, a way that they could hit the ground running uh, without having to ask questions or with or you know, if you think about it, how much time do you spend going over things with somebody that you can document and do it once and they they can actually read and absorb it. So it's, or, or, or however they consume it, as you mentioned, it's, it's actually pretty important there. Yeah. Uh, another way I like to look at, it, I heard this somewhere else. I'm trying to think where I heard it, but um, is the only way you can truly know, you know, something is if you can teach it to someone else. So if you can teach what you do to someone else, then you truly can show that you know what you're doing. And that imposter syndrome that we all have gets less because then you can transfer your knowledge to someone else. So for, I guess, as we wrap up for, from, if we take this back down to the programmer level, um, you know, bringing somebody up in the ranks is, um, is, is been probably one of the, the challenges that we faced in this industry. Um, and not necessarily finding out who they are, but how, you know, but, but actually grooming them. Um, so what, what, what are some tips that you would give somebody who's in, in that type of position to, um, to, to really help somebody along and to, to, um, take, the right approach to getting, get, giving somebody a good runway to, to success? Um, to find that person, I would look for someone who's ambitious and who is looking to advance, who's out there asking questions. You know, that might be that person when you're sitting there pushing code, who's looking over your shoulders, just wondering what you're doing. Um, or, you know, say, okay, you push the code and now we got to go test it. They're like, oh, I'm going to go do that. Those are people who show initiatives and are good people to say, hey, they want to learn. They want to be here. Um, I would personally stay away from people who you need to go to and say, you know, hey, Joe, do you want to learn this? Because if you're seeking them out, they may not put their full 
gear into it, their full heart into it, where if someone's seeking you out, they might be a good person to transfer that knowledge to. It could be as simple as an intern or in our cases, a uh, student worker in a higher ed. Those are good people to uh, start transferring knowledge to uh, because they're eager to learn. And then they, even if they leave the university, they're going to go out in the real world, as we call it, and actually do job. Yeah, I, um, I, I would add to that too, that somebody who is going to not only take initiative, but be willing to do things on their own without being told. Um, and, and sometimes that's a matter of investing your own time too, because if you're, so, so for example, if you're spending a lot of time helping them, then they should be thinking about what can they do to help you uh, so that there's a trade-off there and that you're, the time that you're putting in and you're helping them advance or transferring knowledge, they're also helping you get some of your work done because somewhere it's got a balance. And, and if you, I j- just would be a, a good way of thinking about things so, so that there's, uh, there, it doesn't seem too one-sided and it doesn't become too draining for the person who is uh, doing the mentoring, if you will. Yeah, a two-way street, I think, uh, like you said, is definitely beneficial. I think that's a good place for us to wrap this one. Um, How can people get in touch with you, learn more what you're up to, and uh, continue the conversation? Uh, As always, you can get me on Twitter, uh, AV underscore James King. Sunday mornings with the AV and AM hashtag, where Steve and I are always talking with other people. Um, I I am on LinkedIn, James King. I do write for the Higher Ed Digital Media Group, the IT and AV column. So you Google me, I'm sure you'll find me. I'm sure you will. And for me, you can reach me at Steve Greenblatt on social media. And as James said, uh, it's fun to hang out on Sunday mornings, believe it or not, talking AV and uh, making a lot of friends and and um, j- just really learning and listening and, and chatting about different topics. So if you haven't checked that out, check out AV in the AM. Um, I'm also, uh, actively posting on LinkedIn and like to check out people's feeds there. So, uh, feel free to connect. And, uh, what is important to us is that you are letting us know what you think of the show. Uh, please, uh, check us out, uh, not only on video, but on audio. So YouTube, Apple podcasts, Google podcasts, we're in a bunch of different places, and please share an episode or send, leave us a comment. It's great to hear from you. And it's also, uh, we're, we're always looking for new topics. So please uh, feel free to reach out with those ideas or questions. And also, if you happen to really be ambitious, we uh, are looking at uh, bringing more guests on the show in the future. So that's always an option. And uh, we appreciate you listening. And that's what we have for today. And this has been Ask the Programmer.